0: Imagine this! You just spilled
1: coffee on yourself in front of someone you really wanted to impress. Does your inner critic immediately jump in to dominate your inner monologue? Ugh, why did I just do that? Do you find yourself reliving the moment of embarrassment over
0: and over? Do you feel regret? Or maybe easily getting into
1: a shame spiral? Do you struggle with forgiving yourself? Or maybe you avoid heavy emotions only to have them bubble up later, like yelling at the cashier at the grocery store, or maybe a little bit of road rage.
0: Yeah, and do you sometimes feel like you're the only person that feels this way? Are you nodding your head yes right now? Keep
1: listening for a dose of relief. Guess what? We all feel this way from time to time. It's totally normal. On this podcast, we reveal the messy bits about ourselves without judgment. It's a space where we can reflect, grow, and process our experiences.
0: And maybe we can even laugh about our actions, attitudes, and behaviors, where we can speak
1: about our past and learn from it. So, are you longing for a life with less worry and more joy? Let's get started. hey there listener welcome to another episode of let's relieve regret my name is victoria murabursia and i am joined by my co-host shadow ball and today is a special episode because we have a guest yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so welcome tina suchavich yes (laughs) (laughs)
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, we you.
1: are very happy to have you here tina is the owner of call, call create content it's a marketing agency and it's striking a clothing brand where she redesigned secondhand clothing she recently completed her masters in milan italy i want to hear all about that that's cool, <laughs> and she has a totally new outlook on life and is looking forward to adventures in her late 20s so welcome we love hearing um (laughs) perspectives from different uh time periods in life in late 20s i think we've got the 20 30s and the 40s on the call then today And (laughs) And, um, and we're really looking forward to having you so welcome
2: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I really love this podcast. I love what it stands for, so I'm really excited to get into it.
0: Yay! It <laughs> gives me all the bubbles inside. Like I'm like, "Ooh, that's so nice to hear." <laughs> <laughs>
1: so nice. Uh, so as you know, we always start with the check-in. So, Shadow, how are you feeling today on a scale of 1 to 10?
0: Honestly, I was only at about a 6, but hearing Tina's feedback about the podcast has brought me up a Full point maybe a point and a half so I'm gonna say seven and a half out of ten
1: yay nice (laughs) how are you feeling today Tina on a scale of one to
2: ten I'm gonna go with an eight um Mm -hmm. I, I am trying to be more disciplined in life so I woke up early today did a workout um had my lunch ready made it to work on time was fairly productive at work
1: so I just I feel good I feel that's, that's awesome definitely an eight <laughs> i feel like you might have already done your cause for applause too Woke i think up early you so. <laughs> got a workout that's all good cause for applause um i'm gonna give myself i gave myself seven and a half it was supposed to be sunny today and as you know i always talk about how i go for a walk every day and i went out this morning and i got caught in the rain but i still did my walk but i got caught in the rain and and then I've been sitting in front of the computer all day doing work. So I'm going to give myself a seven and a half. Uh, Shadow, do you have a cause for applause? Okay, I do. And this is something I didn't
0: plan on. So I'm so glad to hear that you uh, redesigned secondhand clothing. So listeners can't hear see this, but I'm wearing this very beautiful, like delicate necklace that used to be my grandmother's. And it's a present that I gave her when I was really young, like probably like seven or eight years old. And when it was passed down to me, it was too small for my neck. Uh, but recently um, my husband also got a few necklaces that were too small so we ordered some necklace extenders and now like this whole like section of my jewelry is available to me that I didn't used to have available because I I never even thought of necklace extenders for myself but as soon as someone else needed them I was like oh wait don't necklace extenders (laughs) exist (laughs) and now that we have them like I can actually like you know, again, instead of buying new jewelry, I can repurpose my existing jewelry. And this one does mean so much to me. So um, that's my cause for applause. Necklace extenders.
1: That's pretty yeah. awesome cause for applause. So I feel like most people <laughs> don't know about necklace, because, bleh, necklace extenders. <laughs> that's a tongue twister. And it's funny because our our last episode, we talked about my closet and yeah. the purpose of things and throwing things out. And we also talked about how jewelry is part of your closet, right? So mm-hmm. if you're going to go minimalist with your clothes we had a debate about whether you include jewelry or not Mm -hmm. in your wardrobe Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's true yeah yeah it's a tough one right
2: it is it is for sure um I feel like yeah but I think yeah it's kind of sometimes it could be hard repurposing jewelry it really depends on its quality I think Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it could last long enough. But Shadow, yeah. I love the the necklace that you're wearing. It's really beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's like a birch leaf, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's just all. It's very delicate, and again, it's just been in my jewelry box with. Because and I would try to wear it. I would put it on, and it would just be just too tight, and mm. it just never looked quite right. Okay. So that's my cause
1: for applause. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another cause for applause, Tina, or are you going to hold with your waking up and working out?
2: I think I'm going to hold with that. I, I honestly, that's a, that's a pretty big
1: accomplishment
2: for me. I'm not I a agree. morning person,
1: so <laughs> I, I think feel that's, I, I would hold to that one too. And you know what? I might go with the same. So I just finished rowing season, which I can easily wake up at 4.40 in the morning when there's eight other women, depending on me to go out in a boat and to train mm-hmm. for a goal. But then the rest of the year, I can't do it, right? The rest <laughs> of the year, I'm like, no. I can't do it. But this morning I woke up at seven and I went for my walk early. So similar to you, Tina. So that's my cause for applause. And I'm going to try my very best to wake up at least two times a week before the sun rises or as the sun rises, because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. So a couple episodes ago, I did a check-in on an experiment I was doing from a couple episodes before I was talking about sleep. I decided to try to get eight to 10 hours of sleep a night because mm-hmm. there's been new studies saying women need eight to 10 hours of sleep a night versus men only need six to eight. So I was like, I'm going to see what happens if I, so I ended up getting eight, I would do like eight to nine hours in a 24 hour cycle. So I'd have a six hour sleep at night. And then because I own my own business, I can do this, have like a two hour nap during the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Love Tina's laughing, laughing at me. She's
0: laughing
1: <laughs> at me. But I also realized what I reported in that episode, I said, you know, I lost a bunch of weight just doing that. But the other thing I realized was I was seeing the sunrise every day. Hmm. And the studies on light and circadian rhythms and how it resets your clocks, your metabolism clock, your sleeping clock, everything, is seeing the sunrise for uh, for 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes is the most important thing that you can do for your health because that's what actually sets all of your circadian clocks, all of the clocks in your system. So when you see the sunrise in the morning, it sets a clock to release melatonin 13 hours later to tell you go to bed. It also is when it tells your brain to produce vitamin D, which also tells your brain to absorb calcium for your bones. And it's also when you set your metabolic rhythm. So I think that I lost weight. Not only from the fact that I was getting eight to 10 hours of sleep, but because I was seeing the sunrise every day. And I said it in that episode, I'm going to say it again never underestimate the power of sleep, sunshine, and water. That's another update. There you go.
2: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I feel like now I definitely have a reason to become a morning person. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. Knowledge of knowledge, knowledge of yourself. You learn how your body and your brain works, and that knowledge can actually motivate you because. For me, anyways, when I learn the science, I'm like, oh, it actually worked. Like it this works. And then yes. when you do an experiment on yourself and it actually works, this is what's been mind blowing to me, the sleep and sunshine experiment on myself. I'm like, whoa, this works. I know it works. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, I feel better. And I don't want to lose that momentum heading into the winter. So yeah. So Tina, I think you and I have both just made goals to like work out at least twice (laughs) in the
2: morning during the week. Yes, yes,
1: 100%. Yeah, I have two things, of course, just
0: to contradict you. Um, So I personally, yes, if you can take a nap during the day, of course, get up early enough to see the sunshine. Um, Mm. But if your day is just like, I don't believe in that we all have the same 24 hours a day thing that people Mm. put out there I don't believe in that at all I think everyone has a unique set of circumstances
1: okay sorry can you explain that more what do you mean I don't know what you mean by everybody has the same 24 hours a day. I oh, I everybody. see
0: that as like a motivational quote all the time. Like, like oh, really? coaches will try and say stuff like that. We all have the same 24 hours. Like, oh, what's your excuse for missing the sunrise? Oh, like, it's... in a like
1: bravado, like no regrets, yeah. like you yeah. make your own choices kind of pressure totally. kind of way. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got so
0: it. I'm glad that it works. And like, that's awesome. But if you're like me, who just cannot get out of bed in the morning, that's fine, too. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, fine, um, yeah. too.
1: Sunset yeah. sunset light is also important.
0: Oh, and I have, I do get to see the sunset quite, sunset, sunset quite <laughs> often. I started talking too fast because I watch it off my balcony. And I do really, really appreciate that. I have such a great view for that. Oh, and then for me, and maybe this is something I need to work with with a counselor. <laughs> I find when I do these experiments and they work, I get annoyed.
1: <laughs> you get annoyed that they work? That your, your human body functions as a human body and it's shocking?
0: Yes, I get so annoyed when I follow advice that's like, it seems so basic. And then I'm like, oh, well, it can't be that easy. And then I do it for like a week or two. And I'm like, damn it. I think that's why I'm shocked, too, with the sleep in the sun. I just feel annoyed every time. And I wish that wasn't my go-to emotion when, like, these kinds of things happen. But, yeah, I'm absolutely annoyed when those things work out.
2: (laughs) I honestly think it's because... When something works out, I think it's almost to us. It almost feels like another responsibility of something mm. that we have to do mm. in order to like mm. be our best selves. Oh, I so like that. It's I. I find that sometimes, and if I don't look at it in a positive light I look at it more as a responsibility or a chore then Mm -hmm. I also get annoyed so I really try and tell myself that this is like it comes it's supposed to be natural to me and Mm. just the way that we've kind of lately are where our civilization has moved it's almost become unnatural to us so now we need to relearn it is almost what I try and tell myself so that I almost avoid the annoying Feeling. Yeah,
0: you have literally just changed my brain, Tina. Like that is exactly <laughs> what is going on. Like it was one of the things that I can literally point to is the fact that if I just clean up for 20 minutes a day, then on Saturday, my like, I only have to clean up for like an hour to get that mm-hmm. deep clean done. But I used to just put things off like I just did not want to load the dishwasher before bed. I just didn't want to do a daily sweep. Like I didn't want to like clean up. I just didn't want to because like, why save it all up for Saturday? And then Saturday would be like a five hour cleaning bonanza. And I'd be so tired Mm. after I was annoyed that when I cleaned for 20 minutes every day, that Saturday was easier and I could actually do things (laughs) on a Saturday. Um, So but you're right, because it's like aligned with like chore mentality. That's probably why I was annoyed with Mm -hmm. it. It probably has something to do with
1: you know how the brain doesn't like change right so you're actually changing Mm -hmm. a habit like you're like it's about the change so like your brain sends you a signal to not want to do it and that signal could be I'm annoyed it Mm. could be resistance it could be anger it could be that stupid it could be (laughs) that's (laughs) exactly what happens for me (laughs) right so the brain's like I don't want to do this easier thing because the the brain doesn't care about long term it doesn't care Mm -hmm. that it makes your life easier in the long term it's like it's gonna make my life harder now because I actually have to like grow new neurons and create a new brain pathway and actually create like actually create the new habit. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: probably something to do with there. But Shadow's having aha moments right now. Yes, a magic <laughs> moment. Amazing. Magic moment. Magic moments. Speaking of which Shadow, are you ready to share your regret? Oh, I sure am. <laughs> okay, let's do it.
0: Okay, great. I have an experience I need to let go of in order to move forward. I regret being afraid of Shadow Crystal Ball. Now, let me be clear. It's not that I'm afraid of myself. It's a fear of being misunderstood. I'm I'm skeptical skeptical about psychics, and I want to make sure that I'm not advertising that I'm a psychic by using the name Shadow Crystal Ball. But, like, my middle name is Crystal. My first name Shadow. My my married last name is ball and the crystals right there it's ripe for the taking it's a beautiful branding hook that if i was willing to grab it could probably make me really successful but i what i'm doing right now is i'm kind of dancing around it like i tell people that my middle name is crystal after i'm comfortable with them um, but i don't lead with it so the consequences i'm missing out on due to holding on to this regret is that I'm currently pretty stuck in my branding uh, efforts. I want to build a bigger business. I'm enjoying being a VA. Um, I know that Shadow Crystal Ball has the potential to be a really great hook, but I'm hesitant to use it. Part of the hesitance is the woo-woo element, the psychic, all that kind of stuff. But some of the hesitance is what ifs. What if this is not the amazing hook that I think it is? What if it's just a distraction from doing more important work? What if X, what if Y, what if Z? I then get stuck in a thought spiral and then just keep my current branding, which has its own problems. It's not clear, it's not unique, it's not representative of who I am and what type of services I'm offering. But then what if I change it to Shadow Crystal Ball and that still doesn't help things? Anyway, I have done everything I can up into this point with the tools I have, and that's okay. This is who I am at the current moment. I'm relieved because I know that I'm capable of leaning into this and possibly other options for better branding, and I'm also worthy of running a profitable business. I am eager to grow. Would you
1: like feedback or would you just like to be heard? Oh, I would love feedback on this one. (laughs) Okay. As soon as you uh, said it, I had a smile on my face because
0: <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. And what you, do you know you think, it Tina?
1: though.
2: <laughs> I I love it too. I I it literally flows right off the tongue.
1: Right. Right. And and Tina, you work in marketing. Yes, great. Yes. So this, 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 this is perfect. Again, yeah. let me say this again. We always say okay. this. We don't know what each other is gonna say. So I didn't mm-hmm. know that's what, Sha- what Shadow was gonna share. Yeah. Tina didn't know that that's what Shadow <laughs> was gonna share today. So th- mm-hmm. this is cool. So can I ask a curious question? And then maybe of Tina course. has some curious questions too. Is yeah, I feel like there's two things you're saying there. One mm-hmm. is it's about marketing, and yeah. one is it's also pers- Like it's about you. Uh, identity for sure it's a, yeah, yeah it's about I, I yeah that's a better way of putting it yeah. like I identity is one more important than the other
0: hmm. Hmm. see like I imagine if I start using the name shadow crystal ball I have to start wearing like long robes and like have like you know beautiful headbands with like jewelry in it like I don't know I see this very like it's Ethereal thing that I feel like I would have to step into that as opposed to just kind of keeping my current style, which I think is
1: like pretty classic with like a touch of fun. So I think it's, is it the marketing that you're afraid of? Like you think that the name Shadow Crystal Ball, you then have to lean into the assumption of what that is for your marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Would you or- lose part of who you are personally if you started using Shadow Crystal Ball? No
0: maybe (laughs) like that's the thing like this thing I spend so much time thinking about it like I'm like do I want to make this my brand no I don't don't yet. and like just like so right now I'm just kind of in this like not to not to be like so crass but it's like shit or get off the pot like (laughs) decide that you're gonna go with shadow crystal ball or just keep going with shadow ball and do other marketing stuff yeah. you know and I can't seem like because this is holding me back so much like I can't seem to like move forward
2: I think a thing about branding that's super important is that you have to stay true to who you are mm-hmm. and in order for your brand to come off authentically right. otherwise people aren't going to engage with it but I think that from kind of what you've said that Shadow Crystal Ball is something that's extremely af- authentic to who you are. So I think that that maybe represents something else to you. But if mm. you were to go with that and then be true to who you are, then that name would just become you. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Almost, I hear it's, that. Yeah. It's the other way around. Like, I don't think that yeah. if, you, if you change it, you have to step into Shadow Crystal Ball. I think that... Right. You change shadow it. crystal ball to yes. be
1: you. So exactly. Can I give you like a, like a little, the way I see it. Cause I've known you for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> is you're funny. Part of your humor is being self-deprecating, mm-hmm. right? Which we're working on. Cause it shouldn't always be self-deprecating, but part <laughs> of it is being self-deprecating or yeah. seeing the joy and the fun in your own life or seeing the humor mm. in your own life. Can you lean into that with the name shadow crystal ball? I can't. Instead I could. of leaning into the woo woo or leaning <laughs> into the like, right, yep, this is my name.
0: <laughs> right. Like, just, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And like, it's joyful or hum- if you want to think mm-hmm. it's humorous or you want to think it's joyful and just be like, yep, this is my name. Right. And then, like, mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying, Tina, like, make it your own. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So then I-, I like that part of it. And I actually am really happy that I'm sharing it with both of you because you both have really good insight on it. I guess the other thing I start thinking about is are the tarot readers and psychics of the world going to feel like, I don't know, like a certain type of way that like, I don't know, like they're so going to think like I'm with it them, from them. or, or something, Yeah. Or? I, is that weird? Like I, I, I start feeling a weird guilt or like a pang of guilt around like stepping into this name that is my real name. But like if a psychic wanted to use this name, they would I don't know. like I don't even know how to describe it,
2: yeah, I, I honestly have, <laughs> have have either of you read the War of Art um by Stephen Pressfield?
1: Oh, I have we're not. writing it
2: down right now <laughs> Tell us so essentially, um it can I feel I feel that though the book can represent anything like any situation that you're going through in your life, but essentially it talks about the idea that as soon as you as soon as you have this spark or this idea and you feel some sort of resistance to it. And I feel like Elizabeth Gilbert has also talked about this, mm. about this in her books as well. But I think that it's a sign that it's something that you want mm. and you just have so much fear around it, that your body is resisting it. Um, mm. And I feel like, I know that's deep, but I think that. We get deep here,
1: Tina. We yeah. Deep, <laughs> we talk about good. fear all the time. <laughs> but I think
2: that, I think that this, this is maybe something that you've been thinking about for a really long time. And it it could maybe be extremely true to who you are and what your brand can represent, but it's just doing it means that you have to do it fully and authentically. And that might be what scares you, you know, that might be the resistance that you're feeling. So I don't think it would be, I think it would be the right way to go. Like, in my opinion, but I also, I think that the reason why you're maybe hesitant towards it is because maybe it's something that you've been wanting for, for a while. So you've been wanting and, to own it for a while
0: and yeah. maybe better
1: for a while. yeah, Yeah.
0: Well, even when I met my partner, like First, like one, like within our first month of dating, we were t- already talking about, like, oh my god, what if I got married and took your name? Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> so
1: you loved up. it. You loved, yeah, it then, I did right?
0: like it from the beginning, but like at the same time, then I like kept like I think for like a good five years, I was like, well, when we get married, I won't take your name. That's ridiculous. And then like it took me a long time to warm up to even having that as my name, um, and even Shadow Ball on its own is pretty out there. <laughs> for like a 10 letter name it's pretty unique i keep going to touch the crystal like even like i have some stuff in drafts on canva that have crystal ball imagery on it and and maybe that's too literal maybe i don't have to use crystal ball uh, uh, imagery just because i'm using shadow crystal ball as my name Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you've given me a lot to think about
1: (laughs) can you think of like other examples two things and then then we'll move on yeah can you think of other examples where you've like heard really weird names and you're like, that can't be right. So for example, <laughs> like this is a true story. Okay. So yeah, I was yeah. running children's programs at a community center. Like when I first started my career and um, there was this like local magician and I hired him to come in and do a show. And the the invoice came in and it went to my supervisor and my supervisor comes down and she's like, Victoria, what is this? And I'm like, it's an invoice <laughs> for the magician that's coming in. She's like, are you sure? And I was like, Yeah. And she's like, His okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's- she's like, His name is Dick Joiner. <laughs> I was like, she's Like, are you sure he is a magician? <laughs> I was like, Yes. Here's his website. Like, I was like, What? And he was a great magician, but like, for sure that was his real name. He wasn't. He didn't make. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. And like, we were just like, anyways, we had a good laugh about it, and it was great, and whatever. But, you know, you think of like other people are like, that's a fantastic name, right? Mm, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe that's just it. People are like, what a fantastic name. Mm-hmm. And then my other kind of maybe flip for you is, so your business, I'm going to get it wrong. I was you, are, are we calling you virtual assistant? I'm it's, it's very adaptable. <laughs> okay. Virtual assistant or what's the other, what's the other operations, managers, operations executive manager, executive assistant,
0: project okay. assistant, for people
1: with (laughs) neurodivergent tendencies yes do you think psychics have neurodivergent tendencies yes so maybe you could be a virtual (laughs) assistant for them
0: (laughs) but maybe but then oh I'm gonna have to really challenge some of my stuff (laughs) because like again if you're a psychic listening to this please reach out to me because I have a real hard time believing psychics
1: Mm. Like a i real- totally believe them
0: I mean, interesting <laughs> like that's the thing i like I, and i want to again this almost goes back to the thing where it's like i want to i want to believe it but i feel like if i went for a psychic reading and it did happen i would be annoyed i would come right back to like, we've just circle. come full circle here I know, everybody we've I just come full like circle. that's what would happen like i have never seen a psychic i do like um some tarot stuff and some horoscope stuff. I'm starting to kind of jump into those waters. And
1: mediumship stuff, medium stuff. Or is, do you put mediums and psychics kind of in the same?
0: I think I would. Do you separate them?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Oh, I, I yeah. need to know. I need to know <laughs> why you would separate them.
1: Well, I think mediums um have a skill to be able to talk to people on the other side.
0: Mm-hmm. And my
1: understanding of psychics is they're predicting the future.
0: But wouldn't. Some people go to a psychic to try and connect to someone on the other side.
1: Yeah, I think it's like it's a gray zone. Like, I think okay. it's a gray zone, but I think if you talk to someone who labeled themselves a medium and then you talk to someone that labeled themselves a psychic, they might differentiate. Mm. Yeah.
0: Interesting. And so you're saying, even if I take on this name, I don't have to become a psychic. Is that what no, you're saying? <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is, and
1: what I'm saying is, it might actually lead to business for you, is what I'm saying.
0: That is possibly very true yeah all right uh tina do you have any other <laughs> any last before? words
1: tina?
2: <laughs> um i would love if you need help i can totally
1: we'll
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> take that I'll conversation like... offline we'll do a follow-up but we're saying we love life. the name shadow crystal <laughs> Yeah, ball. i hear it i hear it
1: you have that's like, amazing you have two fans here already for the name okay, shadow crystal ball and listener <laughs> out there comment, comment in Instagram, send us a message. (laughs) Tell us if you like the name shadow crystal ball gives, give (laughs) shadow some support here.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you both.
1: Thank you for your share. What a fun share, but also always relatable, right? I mean, I relate to that in, in the in the realm of I really questioned whether I should change my last name when I married my husband, right? So Mm -hmm. relatable. And I think lots of people feel lots of things about their given names. And some people decide to choose different names. And some a lot of people are like, I don't want to tell you what my middle name is, right? Like, so I think Mm -hmm. totally relatable. And how do you own your name and make it yours? Because your name isn't your identity, your identity is your identity, but you can Mm -hmm. make your name part of your identity. I have one really cute
0: story before we move on to Tina. Um, So in my building, uh, there's lots of dog owners, right? It's just we're downtown Toronto. Of course there is. So one of my closest friends, I only met after getting Gertie. And when I met this person, she was like, "Your dog's name is not Gertie. And I was like, yeah, she's like, Gertrude's my middle name. (laughs) She's like, I've never told anyone that. (laughs) Because I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) Okay, great. And now we're like really good friends. But like that was like literally one of our first conversations. She was amazing. Just
1: like... <laughs> so anyway, just want to share that. <laughs> so amazing. Well, let's get to our guest. Tina, already amazing guest, already giving feedback. We <laughs> love it. But Tina has brought a story to share with us. So we'll pass the mic over to Tina.
2: Okay, so my regret has is probably a regret that's like <laughs> as old as I am, I would say it's deep rooted. Um, And it's, I regret not ever finishing what I started. Um, I have, that's like an ongoing issue in my life. And I think it's been an ongoing issue since I was little. I just never really realized until I was older and could actually comprehend um, what's going on. But I'm an extremely creative person and I get super excited to start projects and I have all these ideas and I am a super high achiever. So I start all of these projects and I go into it with so much motivation um, and I look forward to it. But then a year in, I just kind of fall off the wagon and I don't know why I literally have not been able to pinpoint why I never kind of finish what I started and give myself closure for each of these projects or tasks that I've taken on. And I've done so many things in my life that I've been so proud of. And had I just been consistent with it, I think it could have maybe led me to a different path. And so I always kind of sit there and regret not finishing things. And so I I'm trying to really this year I've become a lot more disciplined and I've told myself that whatever I've started, I'm going to finish and I am determined. And it's so far, it's been going really well for me, but I want to be able to let go of that regret of not finishing things in the past because I'm also a huge believer in everything happens for a reason. And there was probably a reason why I maybe didn't finish that certain project or task at the time. And I might finish it in the future. So that is my regret. (laughs) It's a long one, but it's something that I always think about. So I thought it would be super relevant today.
1: (laughs) Super relevant. Thank you for sharing. Do you want feedback or you just want to be heard? I would love feedback. (laughs) Shadow, I'm going to let you go first.
0: Okay. <laughs> so this is absolutely something I have struggled with in the past because I would pick up a new hobby all the time. Like when I I, I did eight years of government work and I didn't really like that. So what I was doing um, in my spare time was picking up any creative outlet I could. So I tried plant classes. I did burlesque. I did improv I wrote comedy sketches like I just kept jumping 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 all over the place and I used to really judge myself really harshly for that and then I realized that like being a hobby jumper was my hobby I met (laughs) so many people I can I can lean on each of these things like as I learn new things but I think you already said it where like you might come back to them in the future Even if that chapter isn't a full book, you have the first chapter done. So I think that's really incredible. I am interested in the idea. So I do have one curious question. Do you need closure?
1: Mm, That was one of my curious
0: questions.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a really good question. So I'm a Virgo. And so (laughs) that's very relevant because I am... (laughs) not type A when it comes on when it comes to being on time, not necessarily on time. However, I am very type A when it just comes to like tasks and and projects and planning. I need to have like an entire set plan. If I'm going to take something on, it needs to be well planned. And so when I plan it and I set a date for it to be done and that date never comes it's so unsatisfying for me and so I think that because of the type of personality that I have I do need closure in some sort of way I kind of do need to tell myself like I did this project this is what happened from this project these were the results and now it's time to move on like I can close that chapter and move on Mm
1: -hmm. do you punish yourself um what is your inner monologue saying to you if you don't finish it Ooh,
2: I, 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 yeah, I heard. Um, like Shadow, you mentioned like a sound bite that you always tell yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yes, I, I think ooh, that's a tough one. So I do, I do punish myself in that. Um, Oh, in a lot of ways. That's such a good question.
1: Like, why can't I do this? What's wrong with me? Yeah. You're a dumb yeah. dumb. Like <laughs> whatever it is you say to yourself, right? Like, what's what's the matter with you? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I think I, I try and validate or almost justify it by Mm. saying like, let me start another thing or I'm working on something else that might be more important. And then I just kind of feel guilty. It's always at the back of my head, Mm. but I think the way I justify it is like, yeah, I'm just working on something else right now. And I'm, I'm going to get back to that. I think that's kind of what I say, um, but it is like, it's
0: annoying sure yeah <laughs> but I think about also like let's think about some celebrities who are literally multi-hyphenate right like that's a big word these days like being a multi-hyphenate person I've, I haven't heard that word yet oh it what means it mean? that you're like an actor a singer a fashion designer an ex a y a z like you're oh, okay. all the things you do a
1: bunch of different things okay
0: yeah and I mean it's not like that celebrity is doing those things on their own they have an interest, mm. they have the creative desire, but like they have teams around them. So maybe Fair. you just don't have your empire yet, Tina.
2: Mm. Maybe.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that way of putting it too. I, I relate to it too. I have a lot of irons in the fire, I think that's the yeah. saying, right? Like, yeah. but can I talk a little bit of brain science at you? Yes. At you. Yes. I just, I just use that term now ever since seeing the Barbie movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on and let me play my guitar at you. I'm like, can I just talk at you? <laughs> <laughs> talk at me. Let me hear it. Okay. So there's like, I mean, we have many neurotransmitters or hormones that make us feel good, right? So we have oxytocin, which makes us feel warm and cuddly and love when we connect to our mom or connect to our partner. We have endorphins. So there's dopamine and serotonin. Those are the biggest ones that we talk about. Dopamine's your motivator hormone. So it's like, you know, when you get really excited, you're going to start something. I'm going to start this project and I need to do this, 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 and this. And you're really motivated to do it. Yes. Dopamine is what motivates us to keep working. And it it makes us feel good too. Like it it actually does fake us into feeling a sense of accomplishment when we're not complete. Mm. Serotonin, a little bit of adrenaline, a little bit of endorphins is the completion one. So when we complete things, we get that. And then serotonin, serotonin plays a lot of other roles too. Serotonin actually keeps us even keeled. Like it, it helps us manage our, our, um, happiness emotions too, versus dopamine is kind of like this hyper motivator one. So my curious question is how often do you celebrate the little things throughout your day? So part of the reason why we, at the beginning of this podcast, what we're trying to kind of, I guess show by example, I guess, is that cause for applause. Because often when we're just, I call it forward motioning or adulting, we're just like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And we're not actually stopping to celebrate accomplishments. We're depriving ourselves of feeling closure and we're training ourselves to not feel closure. Mm. And so if you can start to celebrate little things throughout your day, just by saying like, I did it, or like taking a moment to to acknowledge it or high-fiving someone or whatever, like it can literally be simple things. And there's been studies on high fives and how the brain reacts and saying, I did it. And like raising your hands above your head and doing the, like the international symbol for I'm a winner, you know, like you raise your hands (laughs) above your head when you win a gold medal, right? If you do those things, you're going to train yourself to feel closure and to release that serotonin and adrenaline that gives you the sense of closure. And then you'll start to rebalance some of those feelings. So celebrate the little things like I got out of bed. I mean you don't have to celebrate everything because then you're going like way the other way, but like I said I was going to do these 3 things on my to-do list today and I did them, yes. right? Like just start <laughs> celebrating the little things and then maybe that will like slowly encourage you to feel the sense of closure in other ways because my other kind of comment or feedback is similar to what shadow says is do you need the closure? Or do you need to finish because and I see this a lot too, especially I think in like workplace cultures, but also in students going to post-secondary education is like, you start, I'm going to give the example of post-secondary education. You start in first year and you are like, I want to be an English major. And then halfway through, you're like, this sucks. I hate it so much. Right. And then you're like, well, I can't waste that whole year that I, I did study English. So I might as well finish this degree and then I'll do another one. Why? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like we have this thing where like, we need to finish it. It's not a waste. You spent a year learning about yourself, whatever change halfway through, mm-hmm. right. It's actually not a waste. It's, it's actually not a waste of money. It's actually not a waste. Right. So we don't lose time. We gain experience. Ooh, ooh. Put That on a bumper sticker. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's not mine. I wish it was I read it somewhere. I was a, but like, we don't lose time we gain experience and we're always gaining experience. So do you need the closure? Can you be okay with the experience and the lesson learned? And can you pick maybe just one or two things you need closure on and then be okay with just be okay with the experience?
2: oh yeah that's that that like really does change my perspective I'm not gonna lie
0: (laughs) (laughs) Victoria is very good at
1: that
2: (laughs) no because that's really true like I think sometimes you just need to accept that you grew from it um Mm.
1: and you're allowed to change your mind absolutely if you're like I don't like this anymore okay you don't like it anymore like you're allowed (laughs) to change right Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah I think it's a lot of like maybe childhood stuff from when I was growing up. And then, mm-hmm. you know, cause obviously your parents kind of celebrate when you accomplish something, right? So it's almost like you need, it's almost like I need that validation, especially with social media and the fact that we share everything that we do. It's almost like you need that validation, which I'm really trying mm-hmm. to unlearn mm-hmm. um, because I don't think that, um, it's like necessarily genuine, especially when it comes to forms of social media. I think like you said, it's important to celebrate the small wins like internally, you know, and even for like our our mental health. So I'm really trying to unlearn that aspect of just like having to validate myself, which is like a big one. Mm -hmm. And I think that encompasses this
1: entire situation. But Yeah. Validating um, the right things. Yes. Right. So, so we've almost done a flip. I love that you brought up social media. We're getting validation for things that I'm going to say it, sorry, that don't actually matter that much. Mm -hmm. And so we need, we need to like retrain our brains and reprogram ourselves to give ourselves the validation for the things that do matter because getting out of bed matters, putting your feet on the floor and taking a breath that matters. Having a shower matters because it means what you're telling yourself is I care about myself to make myself not smell bad and to wash (laughs) my hair. Like I care about my body. That's what you're saying. When you have a shower, you're also saying, I care about the people around me because I don't want them to smell me, right? Like, (laughs) like put put things back into perspective about what matters. Does it matter how many likes I got on that post I put up or should I be celebrating that you know, I did my workout this morning Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that means I care about myself. I care about my body. I care about my health and I care about my health in the future. Right. So switching what we are validating almost. Yeah. It's a really good point that I actually haven't thought of. So thank you. Cause we're learning that validating through social media. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. That's like what I meant when I said that I did like an, I have like an entirely different outlook on life when I since I've come back from from Italy last year but yeah I'm really trying to I've kind of stayed off of my personal social media for the past like eight-ish months and I've just been trying to be more disciplined and um just trying to really celebrate the small wins like you said and just kind of focusing in more on like my mental health and like genuine
1: relationships um that I have with people and yeah. It's, it's been good. It's been good. Did you find that the quality of life was different in Italy? Like, is that what kind of set you on this path is like, was it slower? Or people were taking more time to have their coffee in the morning or did you find it was similar?
2: No, I found that it was, it was so different. I was basically when I went to Italy, I was an avid social media user and no one really used it as much as I did. And then I was like, but wait, and we were all doing the same things and enjoying the same time. But I was posting it on social media and then I stopped Then I was like, wait a second, like life is so good. when you don't constantly have that, like almost like worry about it, you know, and so then. I don't know. I I kind of like stopped posting as much. And then I I I kind of enjoyed life from like a different perspective. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everyone over there really does take life a lot slower. And they make time to socialize and have coffee and take breaks and talk and really connect with one another, which I find that sometimes here we don't do that. <laughs> so it was really nice kind of getting to experience that and there. Their like laid back almost approach to life.
1: (laughs) I call it healthier approach to life. Yes. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) I um. I want to read a quote that I I totally found this on Instagram. Now that we're talking about social media, but (laughs) this one really resonated with me in terms of how I always encourage people to celebrate the small things. And myself is here's the quote: I wish I knew how easy it was to build confidence. Anytime you keep your word to yourself, you're building your confidence because your brain has evidence that it can trust you every time that you celebrate a small thing by saying I did it. You're telling yourself you completed something, but you're also telling yourself that you can trust yourself to complete something and that Mm -hmm. you can trust yourself to look after yourself, do the hard things, depend on yourself, all those things.
2: Yeah. So it's it's all connected. I love it. I love that quote. That's very meaningful.
1: Yeah. I'm going to repost it. I Mm -hmm. I really liked it. So I was like, yeah, that's totally how you build confidence. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about this before. I jump, I jump in Lake Ontario at least once a month. That was my goal for 2023. So like in January when there's like two feet of snow, but that, when I read that quote, I was like, that's exactly why I jump in the lake. That's exactly (laughs) it. Cause I'm like, I told myself I was going to do it it's really hard. It's cold, but then I get out and I'm like, I told myself I was going to do something that was hard and I did it. And I can trust myself to do something hard. Yes. Right. Agreed. So it's it's all kind of mixed in there, doing hard things, celebrating the hard things, celebrating the simple things. It's, it's, it's kind of all mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: Yeah. The last thing I'll add here is that, um, the hard thing can also be giving up something you thought would be interesting. Yes. shadow. Like that can me. also be a hard thing that you're like, oh, I, I can't wait to like for me, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to get back to burlesque, <laughs> but I, I might not.
1: And I have to just kind of like let that be. Would you say shadow like check in on if you're doing it because you feel obligated or if mm-hmm. you're doing it because you want to? Yeah. yeah.
0: And the only other thing I wanted to say, too, is like how fortunate we are to try things we are so fortunate to try all these different things. And I again, think back to this mentor I had back when I worked in public service, who, like, even back then, I was just like, I was in a new contract pretty much every year. Like I was trying out this ministry, trying out that project, trying out this thing. And I I did, like, actually just a three month stint doing the hard HR, because there's hard HR, and there's soft HR. Mm, And it turns out, I'm not cut out for hard HR (laughs) and it's not that I'm not cut out for it. Like I just, I really didn't like it. And then I got really down on myself because I'm like, this is supposed to be like a six month secondment and I'm halfway through and I don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) And the person I talked to about it was like, yeah, but that's fine. Like there Um. are so many places to go in this organization and you just eliminated a place and that's actually just as important as finding the places that do light you up and like figuring out that okay I walked into this door and oh oh no oh no 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 this is not going to be the door for me (laughs) I don't have to keep going to that door every day just because I said I'm going to do this for six months like if I found out that nope this is not going to be aligned with how I want to live my life didn't lose the time gained the experience like Mm. just (laughs) Take it off. Because like, again, we are again, we're in such an interesting point of history where young women can. We have so many choices. And like narrowing down those choices is very difficult sometimes. So really? I think it's like, again, I think it's really commendable that you've tried a lot of different things. And now like you've had this, like, I obviously want to live in Italy, like that would be amazing. <laughs> but I don't know if that's going to happen for me. So like, even just that experience is so beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. And yeah, that's just my last little piece uh, that I wanted to add
1: here. <laughs> what a great share, Tina. So amazing. Man, it was so relatable, mm-hmm. so good, because I can yeah. relate to it too. And uh, we hope you out there, listener, relate to it as well. So let's give a shout out to Tina once again. I'm going to let you say your <laughs> bio again, so, because, so that so that you say the business name, right? Tell us the name of your two, two businesses, right? Yes. And yes. Uh, let us know how people can follow you, like, comment, get in touch with you if they loved what you had to say or are really interested in what you do. Let us know.
2: Oh, perfect. Well, first I want to thank you for inviting me on this amazing podcast. I had such a good time. You're both amazing hosts and I really love the work that you're doing. (laughs) I think that it's super important for people to recognize what they regret and then just sort of try and let it go and, and move on. And like, I just think that's super important. So thank you. Um, in terms of my my bio, so yes, I own a content marketing agency called Call Create Content. Um, you can find it on um, Instagram and I also have a website on there. And then my clothing brand is called It's Striking, which is also on Instagram. And my personal profile is Tina. And then my last name, S-U-C-E-V-I-C-C. And there I share a bit about my personal life. And yeah, I'm just very thankful to have been on this podcast. And I had a great time. And thank you so much.
1: Yay. Thank you for joining (laughs) us. We're so happy that you joined us. And now we're going to invite you to join in on the three breaths of letting go. A very useful tool. Yes, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Okay, come on to the front edge of your seat, everyone, as long as it's safe for you to do so, place your feet flat on the floor and just connect your five toes on each foot and your heels into the floor. Acknowledge that the earth is always holding you. Gravity will never let you fly away and you're always safe. And if you feel safe and comfortable, close your eyes. And I want you to shrug your shoulders up and down and say to yourself, release, 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 release. Just release that tension. And now that you're nice and loose in there, I want you to take a breath and acknowledge as you're breathing that breath is the foundation of life. Take a big breath in. (sighs) As long as you're breathing, you're existing and you're thriving. Taking another breath in Saying to yourself, ah, I have everything I need in this moment to thrive because I have my breath. And on this last breath, taking a big breath in, big sigh out. Ah, I've done everything I can do today and that's okay. And I acknowledge it and celebrate it. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, listener. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Shadow. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you, hear you, be with you, join you wherever you are in the world <laughs> on the next one. Thanks so much, everybody. Okay. Bye.
0: <laughs> this episode of Let's Relieve Regret was produced by Shadow Ball and Victoria Mir We are an independent podcast supported by you, our listeners. You can
1: become a supporter by donating three, five, or even $8 per month at www.letsrelieveregretpodcast.buzzsprout.com and click on the support button. You can find the link in the show notes. Our goal is to
0: empower as many women as possible to overcome the shame and guilt that accompanies regret.
1: If this podcast helped you have an aha moment, help us spread the word. It's free for you and it means the world to us. Please follow us on Instagram
0: at relieve.regret. Tell two friends. Or leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.
1: Find all this information and more in the show notes. Okay. Bye. Bye.